Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. Hello and welcome to my Bump to Baby Expert podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today, we have special guest Alice West from Womb to World answering all your questions around the newborn golden hour. I hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert podcast. Today we have the lovely Alice West from Womb to World talking to us all about those newborn questions that you may not be aware of. So hello Alice and welcome to the podcast. Hi Carla, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's lovely to have you on here. Thank um, you so much. So today we're going to be covering all these commonly asked questions that parents have around newborns. So um, let's start with what is the golden hour, Alice? Okay, so this is the hour after birth. It's referred to by some as the golden hour. So straight after birthing baby, oxytocin is working in overdrive at this time to promote bonding between mother and baby. Skin-to-skin contact helps baby calm down and regulates their own heartbeat, breathing, and temperature. So research has actually shown that breastfeeding within the first hour prolongs the duration of exclusive breastfeeding. To make the most of the opportunity at this point, the mother should be kept warm and feeling secure, maintaining a quiet environment to imitate womb-like states, and mom and baby should not be separated. Some babies will need some medical attention after birth, so don't worry, there will be other opportunities to bond too. 
Excellent, excellent. Thank you. And what are the benefits of bonding straight after birth and skin to skin? Okay, so bonding is the intense attachment that parents and baby have for each other. Um, the hormone dopamine helps a baby attach emotionally to its parents. So some, but not all parents, feel a deep attachment straight after birth. The hormone oxytocin released during pregnancy, labor, and immediately after birth gives parents a powerful feeling of euphoria and love after their baby is born. For other parents, feelings of attachment take a little longer to develop, and that's totally okay. Newborn babies bond through touch and smell. Um, the benefits of skin to skin immediately after birth is the baby's temperature is more stable, uh, baby's heart and breathing rates are more stable, and baby's blood sugar is more elevated. Um, skin to skin literally relieves a baby of physical stress. It helps to stabilize their body temperature, heart rate, and stress hormones, and stimulates the release of oxytocin which is the love and bonding hormone. Um, some examples of skin to skin with baby could be sharing a bath together. It's a great way of getting the skin to skin or even joining a massage group to learn some lovely massage strokes for use uh, for your skin to skin time. Excellent. And do we have options when it comes to the umbilical cord? Yes, so the first option is delayed cord clamping. So this means to delay the medical intervention of clamping the umbilical cord at birth. It refers to clamping the cord once it has stopped pulsating or after the placenta has been delivered. Uh, why should we wait? Well, allow, it allows vital stem cells to be transferred to the baby. It lowers the risk of iron deficiency. It allows mom and baby to be connected for longer, easing the transition for both. It allows increased levels of iron, lowers the risk of anemia in newborns. If you wish for baby's cord not to be clamped immediately after birth, you should inform your birth partner and midwife or other medical staff. This can be um, recorded in your birth plan. The next option is a lotus birth. So it basically means leaving the umbilical cord uncut. So baby remains attached to the placenta until, um, until it all naturally detaches. Many see this as a more natural period of transition for baby, allowing them to gently let go of their mother's body in their own time. It's not a common practice. There are many sources of information uh, or reference for Lotus Birth online. Um, you can have a, a look at lotusfertility.com um, for more information on that. Excellent. And what can I expect my newborn to look like? Okay, so baby's head may look a little bit misshapen, resulting uh, um, of normal molding that happens as baby descends through the pelvis and birth canal. Within a day or two, it naturally takes on a rounder shape on its own. And um, the soft spots, which is at the top of the head, um, this is where the skull bones have not yet come together. Um, baby skin may be covered in vernix or white, um, waxy white substance. Uh, baby's eyes may appear cross-eyed. This is normal at birth. Baby's eyes and eye muscles are learning to function in response to light and movement. A baby's boy, uh, baby boy's scrotum may look relatively large and baby girls often have swollen labia and breast tissue. It's all normal effects of pregnancy, hormones and won't stay this way. Excellent. Thank you for that. And what are the initial newborn tests? 
Okay, so you get your APGAR score, which parents will be offered a few tests and examinations for the newborn in the first few hours of his life. So the first is the APGAR score. Midwife will record this at one minute and then five minutes. It's a non-invasive check by watching newborn's color, breathing, behavior, activity, and posture. Then you get your physical examinations. It's babies will normally be offered two physical examinations. The first examination is within 72 hours of birth. Then again, at about six weeks, they conduct a full uh, physical examination from head to toe. And then you get your hearing tests. So babies are offered hearing tests within the first couple of days of birth. This involves placing an earpiece in baby's outer ear and sending clicking noises into the ear. The test is short and results available are available straight away. Then you get your heel prick test, which is done before um, baby's a week old. They basically take a little a tiny amount of blood from baby's heel. This blood sample will be tested for enzyme deficiency, cystic fibrosis, sickle cell disease, and thyroid deficiency. Then the last one is you get your postnatal check, which is the next screening that mom and baby are offered um, with the doctor around six to eight weeks. And this gives the family doctor the chance to make sure everything is fine with mom and baby. Doctor will check that baby's growing healthily, and the doctor may check mom's blood sugar blood pressure and feel her tummy to make sure the uterus has contracted down properly. That's excellent. And what is the vitamin K injection? Okay, so one of the first medical decisions which, which parents are offered for their baby is the vitamin K plays an important part in making our blood um, clot. So small numbers of babies, about one in 10,000, have vitamin K deficiency bleeding. These babies don't have enough vitamin K. If baby doesn't have enough, he may spontaneously bruise or bleed. The two ways of administering vitamin K by injection or by mouth. So in the injection is a single injection short, um, shortly after birth. If baby is breastfed, parents can opt for three doses of vitamin K by the mouth. Two are given during the first week of life and another when, when the baby is one month old. If the baby is bottle fed, parents can opt for two doses by the mouth during the first week. Excellent. What can I expect from the first nappy? So baby's first nappy is likely to be filled with meconium, which is the baby's first poo, which is very black and sticky. It can be difficult to clean off, but these kinds of poos only happen once or twice at the start. And how do I handle and clothe my baby for the first time? So handling baby, so remembering to support the head and neck. Um, if holding baby over your shoulder, you still need to support their neck in case the baby throws themselves backwards, which is um, common. Benefits of holding baby is calming for both of you and baby and creating that bonding with baby. Can a parent uh, spoil their baby with too many cuddles? I get asked this a lot. Most definitely not. If you want to hold your baby often, then do. There's, there's great benefits to it. But at the same time, don't feel forced into having to hold your baby all the time. It's perfectly okay to put them down somewhere safe uh, for a break. Clothing your baby, one of the first things parents will do is dress baby. Remember, there is no rush to clothe baby. You can enjoy as much skin-to-skin -skin time as you want. Um, just remember to pull clothes, not limbs. Dress baby in layers, make it easy when out and about for change in temperature. They may go through around four plus outfits every day. Uh, the buttons on the neckline of baby's vests and tops makes it easier to get over their head. 
and the poppers on the legs make it a nappy change easier without taking off the whole outfit. They're very good tips, very good tips indeed. So any tips on nappy changing for boys and girls? Okay, so newborns don't always enjoy having their nappy changed. Keep them warm and secure as possible during it and they will get used to it. With girls, wipe from front to back to prevent infection. Parents of girls may see their daughter having a little period or wipe discharge after birth. This passes and it's due to hormones. Be aware that in boys, it's not recommended to pull back the foreskin to clean uh, beneath as it can tear the skin. Do not change baby on a raised surface in case of baby um, rolling off. And if you're concerned about anything at all, just call the doctor or um, your health visitor. Okay, great. What is top and tail washing? Okay, so top and tail washing is also great in the early days while parents are getting used to handling baby as you can just lie them on a towel to wash them. So top and tail washing allows the cord to dry out too. Always check water temperature and make sure to keep baby, um, baby warm in the towel. Any advice you can share on preparing a bath for baby? Okay, so um, how you can test the water temperature is you can use a bath thermometer or your elbow. Uh, you can use either a baby bath, a normal bath or a sink. Uh, never add water when baby is in the bath as it can change and scold them very quickly. Um, always lower the baby's um, legs in first. Never leave baby unattended in a bath, even if they're in a bath seat. Use cotton wool uh, or a cloth or a baby sponge to wash baby. And warm water is enough to clean baby. But if you want to use a wash, important to check the ingredients as many have chemicals in which um, may irritate the skin. And when washing and drying baby, pay attention to the folds of the skin around the thighs and the neck. Excellent. And what are the different baby cues that I should be looking out for? Okay, so the engaging cues is shown by baby as smiling, looking at the parent's face, open, relaxed posture, and their eyes are wide, bright, and focused. The disengaging cues is when baby has had enough. Their interaction, um, enough interaction, and they want to break. So it's frowning, lower lip quivers, uh, fussiness, pulling the body away, and looking away. Um, hunger cues, so baby wants some food. They have clenched fingers and fists over their chest and their tummy. Um, they're rooting, crying. Baby will often use feeding or sucking as a comfort measure when they're feeling anxious. So this is basic reassurance needed from baby. And there's no harm in allowing baby to have this reassurance. It might be through breastfeeding or using a dummy. And can you give me some car safety guidance? Yes, so parents should avoid traveling in cars with preterm and very young babies for long distances. On longer journeys, give your baby regular breaks and if possible, have an adult um, sit with baby in the back of the car or use a mirror so you're able to keep an eye on them. If a baby changes its position or slumps forward, then parents should immediately stop and take the baby out of the car seat and reposition it. We advise that babies should be taken out of a car seat when they're not traveling and they shouldn't sleep in a car seat for longer periods of time. Excellent. And what is the basic swaddling safety advice? 
Okay, so babies love containment, which all relates back to pregnancy. So if you want a little break from all the holding, swaddling is a great alternative. So babies still feel contained, but mom or dad can get um, both their hands back for a little while. So the basic swaddling safety advice would be if you decide to adopt swaddling, swaddle for each day and night sleep. Never swaddle over baby's face or neck. Make sure your baby does not overheat. Always place baby to sleep on his back. Do not swaddle uh, tightly across the chest. Do not swaddle tightly around the hips and legs. His legs should be free to froggy up into a typical newborn position. And then stop swaddling baby when they become mobile or they can roll. And finally, just remember to explore your options, trust your instincts, your baby, your family, and just remember it, it's, it's all your choice. Excellent, Alice. That was amazing. I absolutely love that. So much information. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And can you tell us where parents will be able to find you, Alice? Yes, sure. So you can find us on um, our website, which is www.wombtoworld.co.uk. Um, and you can also find us on Facebook, which is just Womb to World brilliant and we'll put all those links in the show notes so if you want to get in touch with Alice you'll be able to do that that way um Alice thank you so much for coming on thank you I really really appreciate it it was great thank you for listening to my bump to babies expert podcast if you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area head over to www.mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. Being a parent is such a minefield. It's so difficult deciding who to select when it comes to financial advice or family law solicitors. My Bump to Baby works with one trusted financial advisor and one trusted family law solicitor in each town throughout the whole of the UK. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com forward slash family protection legal. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.